independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Ah, spilt all over myself a second ago. <laughs> So happy Monday to us. Chiefs won. Chiefs won. You guys see the Chiefs won. They won. Uh, good game. Interesting game. Fun game. By the way, they got that call right. I know that people, if you, if you watched the game last night, I'm sure, I don't know, 170 million of us did. Uh, the call at the end of the game that uh, was called, it was third and long, it was called as holding, Gave them an easy first down, which allowed them to run the clock down, kick the field goal with a few seconds left, game over, blah, 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 blah. Everybody's like, why couldn't they just let that go? Why couldn't they let that? They should have just let that go. Uh, because it was a penalty. That's why. Here's one of the sportscasters that is doing a live show for Philadelphia. It's not happy. And then to get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass and call Shefford's team with a bullshit call. I mean, utter, complete bullshit is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And, yes, it's true. The officials go both ways, and you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl, and that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. Um, but seriously. Yes, but seriously, that should never happen. You should be able to pull somebody over and not let them do the thing they're supposed to do because this is the Super Bowl, and you should allow... Put the whistles away. I always hate when they say that. What do you mean, put the whistles away? Let them play. Well, what do you mean, let them play? So let them do whatever they want to stop you and impede you from doing something because you feel that that's what they should be allowed to do. No, it was the right call. It sucks, but... uh you know, I mean, have there been is there is there calls made like that? Every time? No. Was it the right call at that time? Actually, the guy who caused the penalty said, Yeah, I totally did it. I was hoping they didn't see it. Hoping they let it play, but I did it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Called himself out. I think his name is Bradbury. Good for you, man. Good for you. Called yourself out. You had the opportunities. They didn't win. It was a good game. It was a fun game. Uh, we're seeing a we're seeing a moment in time. Uh, I don't think I think Philadelphia is good. I think their defense sucked last night. I thought they were all that in a bag of chips. I was wrong. Defense wasn't that good. They give a lot of points. They give a lot of points to a guy that is otherworldly. You know, is he Tom Brady yet? As far as all the no, he's not. But six seasons in the NFL, four Super Bowls. Uh, right. So he's one, two. I mean, this kid is a freak, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to get better. I think here's the thing: two things about longevity in sports anymore. Do you have the passion to play forever in a day? That's a question that you have to ask yourself. Do you have that passion? So one thing that uh, you know Tom Brady had is the passion to play and continue to play and continue to do stuff because you're gonna. We forget that Tom Brady 
had a decade plus where there wasn't really any success. And then he had another run. And then the run ended, and then he went to Tampa, and he had another run. Do you have that in you? And the other thing is, Tom Brady was a different kind of character in the way that he lived his life. We know that. And also, in the way that he played the game, he didn't get hit. And these guys get hit a lot, a lot more in this day and age. And you got to ask yourself, do you want to stick around if you've made $300 million, $400 million, uh, because your legacy's already set. You've got two MVPs. You've got two Super Bowls. Your legacy's set. You want to play for as long as you can, obviously, while you still can play it at a high level. It was a fun game last night. Fun, fun game. I enjoyed it. And that was in between all of the insanity that's going on, because I don't know if you guys are aware of this. We're shooting things down. Yet another thing has been shot down. Wait, then another thing was shot. Wait, then another th- How many of these things have we shot down? In the last week? One, two, three, four. Last Saturday, we shot down one over uh, South Carolina. That was after the president allowed it to go from the Andalusian Islands over into Montana, down through Kansas City and and into Missouri, uh, across the, you know, into North and South Carolina, float out into the ocean. We shot it down and we've recovered very little of it, but enough to kind of know what we're looking at. But we've shot three down in the last last few days, and that is that's it. disturbingly interesting. Three incidents in less than a week after that Chinese spy balloon was shot down off the Carolina coast. But a senior U.S. official saying these three are different from that spy balloon. None appear to have a payload and all are smaller. Now intensive search efforts underway. Recovery teams in Alaska using Navy P-8 planes and helicopters as officials scramble to recover and analyze those objects. I don't know what they are. Nobody knows what they are. Uh, conflicting things from the pilots who shot some of these down. I want you to listen to what, this, and I know aliens, look, we all want it to be aliens, but then we don't. Like, there's a portion of us like, dude, that would be so awesome. And there's another portion that's like, hold on a second. <laughs> what if they're not coming here in peace? What's the movie? Uh, Signs, right? They're probing. That's what they're doing. They're probing. They're just trying to find out where, where it is, where it is, where it is. But listen to what this, this, this lady said, Natasha Bertram. Uh, who reports on national intelligence. She was on CNN talking about the, the, the reports the pilots are giving over one of them. So this is interesting. This is kind of unusual that these pilots saw different things, and that is sort of, I guess, adding to the mystery of all this. Yeah, not even the pilots apparently were really able to identify what they saw. And just to take you back for a sec, on Thursday, the uh, the U.S. defense officials sent F-35 fighter jets up to try to figure out what this object was that was flying around near Alaska. Those pilots, we have learned, have given very conflicting accounts of what they actually experienced, with some pilots saying that the, the object interfered with the plane's sensors, other pilots saying that they didn't really experience that, other pilots saying that when they looked at the object, they could identify no identifiable uh, identifiable propulsion system, and they did not know how it was actually staying in the air, cruising at that altitude of about 40,000 feet. So this has all added to the Pentagon's wariness of describing in more detail what this object actually is until they can get more information uh, through the debris that they are recovering right now. So scrambled these jets they go up there then all of a sudden they get up there and there's interference with some of the jets and their their systems 
They don't seek anything inside of these whatever they are. And no means of propulsion, which is the most interesting side of things. Now, is there a very good chance this could be our stuff that maybe we're testing out as a possibility? Uh, is it drones that people have built in their backyard? I don't know. It's a possibility. I'm not going to rule anything out. And neither does the character who runs NORAD because he was asked about this and he was asked about, you know, everything. Could this be, this is Van Hack uh, or Van Herc. Could this be aliens? I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with the attempt to identify it. Not ruling anything out. I don't know what it is. I don't think, you know, I mean, I heard that uh, Dan Crenshaw said, look, a lot of times the things that you think these things are far less sexy in rea- than in reality. That's true. That's true. But I think more and more people are asking questions of, hey, Biden, are you going to speak on this at any given time? Are you going to let everybody know kind of what's going on? Because we've shot four things down out of the sky in about eight days. And I think that we would kind of like to get a an understanding of, of what's happening here. Just, you know, if we could. You know, is it something that is no more than people goofing around is it billionaires trying some stuff out and they didn't tell anybody anything or is it more than that oh chad are you saying it could be aliens i don't know because you get kind of excited they go oh, it'd be neat if it was aliens and you think well what if they're just here to i don't know probe test see and then attack what if we shot them down in the sky and they were coming here in peace they were coming here in peace to tell us, look, you guys are fighting all the time. You guys are being Richards to each other. Uh, we've got the key to happiness and amazing health. We're going to help you and give you so much information that you guys will be absolutely, your, your worlds will change overnight. <laughs> and we're like, blast them. <laughs> so there's that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A lot of stuff to get to. Riri last night performed. How did Riri do? That is Rihanna. I'll tell you, she did something last night that made me go, hmm, no. was not a fan of that. We'll touch a little bit about that. A lot of other stuff to get to. Commercials. Some of the commercials I thought were, were rather interesting. Some of them, eh, not so much. Not so much. A little bit boring. A little bit boring. Plus, uh, struggle in schools. 65% of fourth graders are having trouble reading. What the hell is going on in our schools? A lot of different things. Talk about a lot of stuff today. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Swiss America. Go to SwissAmerica.com slash Chad right now. You can reserve your silver coins. Simple and easy. What silver coins am I talking about? They were minted between 1916 and 1947. They are amazing. The Walking Liberty Half Dollars, absolutely incredible. Only $12.50 delivered directly to you. If you worry about inflation, worry about where things are going, the alien attack, maybe, just maybe, it's good to have some stuff in your hand that is, well, tangible, real. 
And these are absolutely incredible. The Walking Liberty Half Dollars are just $12.50 each, limit 250 per customer. Now, I've got a massive coin collection. I started collecting a long time ago when I was a broker. I realized that trading in, in stocks and bonds and, and commodities uh, in the marketplace was a great place to put your money, the best place. But it's also amazing to protect yourself and hedge yourself with some of the physical. And that's why I started collecting coins. And I think you should as well. Call or text to reserve your silver coins at 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad. Tell them I said you're going to treat you amazing. That is 800, right? You guys got 800? You writing that down? 289, you write that down, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com slash Chad to get your Walking Liberty half dollars for $12.50 each. Chad Benson Show. Check out our Chad Benson Show Facebook page where you can hang out or hang your grievances out to dry. This is Chad Benson. China now accusing the U.S. of flying more than 10 surveillance balloons into Chinese airspace last year. A foreign ministry spokesperson saying, quote, it is not uncommon for U.S. balloons to frequently take the opportunity to carry out close-up reconnaissance against China. But they didn't offer any further details of the alleged U.S. incursions. The Chinese spokesperson on Monday sidestepped questions over reports that China was also preparing to shoot down a flying object off the coast of Qingdao. Oh, look at that. See, not to be outdone, China's noticed that we've got 10 of those balloons. You see your balloons and we'll carry and then and raise you. And oh, come on. Of course we're spying on them. I should hope so. If I found out we weren't spying on them, wouldn't you be a little pissed at your country? What do you mean we're not spying on them? Well, we're not spying on them because it wouldn't be nice. Oh, what? <laughs> should be doubly spying on it, for God's sakes. Because, you know, they're spying on us. That's what they do. China is the second biggest power in the in the in the world economically, uh, geopolitically. We can't just have a cold war with them. We have to have a relationship with them. But China's taken advantage of us over and over and over again. That's a Democrat right there, old Chucky Schumer baby. There's a Republican. China's a problem, and this administration thus far hasn't uh, set a very good example of standing up to China. No, they've not been uh, uh, great at that. Let's let's be real. Because we're in that weird world, right? We've all now are interconnected. So what do we do? What do we do? How do we, how do we, we're in a new Cold War that will never be probably ice, but it's definitely sweater weather kind of war, if you will. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet at us. Speaking of war, uh, there is a mercenary group called the Wagner Group which are making great strides in Ukraine, but they're pissed because they're not getting credit. Key to Russia's fight around Bakhmut, Wagner Group mercenaries. The boss of the Wagner Group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, hinting today at the rivalry between his organization and the regular Russian army. Saying in an audio message, our boys were very upset at suggestions that other Russian military units helped capture land, adding, I want to stress, around Bakhmut, it is only Wagner. Yeah. Translation, you guys suck. We're doing all the hard work and you guys are trying to take some of the credit. The Wagner group is, and we've had Mike Lyons on, I've talked about it. They are brutal. 
They're mercenaries, soldiers for hire that are brutal. Here's the other thing. They'll have their brutal superstars of the mercenary side, but they need cannon fodder, and you will be a part of the group whether you like it or not if they tell you so. A former Wagner commander who fought in Ukraine and fled, now speaking out. He's a beautiful. Telling our Patrick Revel men who refused to fight were executed in front of other recruits, adding that Wagner has no regard for the lives of its recruits, saying they are thrown into battle as meat. Yeah, that's uh, brutal. And that's how, you know, they're going to continue to push this war, continue to push it hardcore. And it's, you know, this is their softening up over the next several weeks until it gets to that springtime. When a, a, a massive offense is going to happen, I think we know that. And Ukraine is doing everything they can to survive through this. They were, you know, you saw Zelensky last week. He was in, in the UK. We're going to continue to see him, I think, everywhere, making sure that everybody knows we need certain things here, including potentially jets, stuff that can be offensive, yes, as well as defensive. But we better figure out how we go on the offense at some point in time, or this is going to be an ugly spring and summer. For Ukraine, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Look in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's some sort of octagon thing. It's Is it aliens? Could we handle aliens? I mean, I joke about the whole, is it aliens? Thing. I don't know what it is. Uh, you know, if you got the, the military saying, well, we don't know what it is either. I mean, that's, uh, you know, you, 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 you sit there and go, what, what do you mean? According to a senior administration official, this latest object was octagonal in shape, unmanned, and traveling near sensitive sites at an altitude of 20,000 feet, posing a civilian flight risk. First detected Saturday as it flew over Montana, President Biden giving the order to shoot it down once it reappeared on radar out of an abundance of caution and at the recommendation of military leaders. Yeah, because publicly uh, you have no choice now, right? I mean, everybody in the world's come down, you know, on your uh, on you and said, "Why didn't you shoot that balloon down?" You've got both senators last last week from Montana, one on each side, and their governor going, "Shoot it down," but it could fall and hurt. Shoot it down, shoot it down, shoot it down. Take away all this. Could we handle aliens as 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 human beings? Could we, as human beings, handle the thought of intelligence life, intelligent life out there that's not us? That is something completely different. That is something that, because if, if it is, two things, right? It's either interdimensional, it's going in and out of it, or it's come from such a far away away, and it's able to reach us in such a way that their intelligence would be so much far 
so much more far superior than ours. What does that do for us? How terrified would we as a species be? We could be excited, but it's got to be a little nerves, right, that we're going to be eaten, <laughs> that we're cows on this planet for something else. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's true, but I'm throwing it out there saying, is it possible? Anything's possible. I didn't say that. Guys running NORAD. General Van Herk said, yeah, it's possible. It could be anything. Could be anything. But I'm asking you, could we handle it? We as a group of human beings who, for many people out there, think that we're the only ones out there. There are people out there who think that. The hubris to think, first of all, we, we can't even fathom what forever looks like. There isn't, we, we can't. We think we can, but we can't. So to think we're the one floating rock pile in forever that has intelligent life on it, and we're the only ones, that's, might be a little tough to swallow if you really think of it. Just throwing it out there. I would like to know, could you handle it? Because the excitement, right? Like, is it going to be like Independence Day in signs? Is it going to be like E.T.? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter Tweet at us, text the program. Well, if they do want to integrate, we better figure out what we're going to do with our schools because our schools are a hot mess in this country. Schools in more than three quarters of U.S. states need more teachers. The shortage only getting worse during the three-year-long COVID pandemic that saw the number of public education teachers fall by 7%. Many school districts contacted by ABC News also reporting subject matter vacancies in areas such as physical and special education and STEM. Many educators in phone calls, text messages, and interviews citing strict time demands, persisting behavioral issues, and lack of administrative support, among other obstacles. I don't know what strict time demands are. I don't know what that is. I mean, doesn't, you know, I mean, I know it's a white construct. But outside of that, I mean, isn't there strict time demands on everybody? I know when my show starts, when I have to be here. I know when it ends. I know when my other show starts, and I know when that ends. So I don't know what that means. But the disciplinary thing has been pushed aside on more than a few occasions by a lot of people out there that are very pro-teacher. Let me tell you something. I'm pro-teacher. I'm not pro-union that wants to demand all of these things, lies to our faces on numerous occasions, spends money not so much on the kids in the classroom and the teachers who are working in the classroom, but on administration and other things. That's not what I'm pro. I mean, Randy Weingard, who's the president of the Teachers Association, what is it? Uh, Mike Pompeo says she's the most dangerous person in the world because of her woke agenda and her crazy ideology she pushed out there. She lied to everybody, knowing full well she used the pandemic as a way to push more strength in unions. And, you know, some of the wacky, you know, I'm telling you guys, the discipline side of stuff is coming from this crazy world of, of, of this woke ideology that is out there. And you watch what happened. See what's happening in Virginia. 
That teacher wanted to burn. That teacher who was shot, that student wanted to burn her alive. Should never have been in that classroom. The administrators throughout the day said, just ignore it. Let's just get through the day. All of these things were going on. Why wasn't that kid suspended? Why wasn't that kid in trouble? Why wasn't that kid out of school knowing full well he had mental issues that were beyond anything that they were going to be able to fix? And discipline has become a huge issue. Case in point, horrible story coming out of New Jersey about a young girl who killed herself. This is the school hallway assault posted online, followed by online bullying that this grieving father said caused his 14-year-old daughter to die by suicide. The cell phone video was taken one week ago. Adriana died Friday. They think it's fun to attack people and make videos and post them. Getting hit in the face with a water bottle didn't hurt Adriana. What hurt Adriana was the embarrassment and humiliation. They just kept coming at her. Yeah, they kept coming at her. They beat her senselessly with a water bottle several kids and did what kids do nowadays which is turn somebody's issue tragedy attack assault into entertainment for everybody to see michael kush has not slept trying to mourn his daughter and get justice for adriana the freshman was hit in the face with a full 20 ounce water bottle three times on the video, punched and kicked, her hair pulled at school while classmates laughed and recorded the attack. What is all of this about? He says seemingly nothing but meanness and bullying. He says his daughter deserved none of this and was tormented after the videos were posted online and then when she saw nasty comments. Yeah. So that took place. Asking the question again. Where's the administrators? Where are the teachers? Where is 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 the the group of people that in theory are supposed to be there to prevent these things from taking place? Why were these girls not thrown out of school immediately? All of these questions are being asked because his daughter's dead. She posted a picture of herself. She got her ass whooped. For what reason? There's no reason to justify that. Sending it out there. Then other people threatening to beat her up too. As if she, well, hey, you beat her up. So I I should have my fair shot at beating her up. Adriana was the most happy, beautiful young lady in the world. She loved animals. According to the father, four girls have been charged now with third degree felony assault after her death. No confirmation from the prosecutor's office. The school superintendent says in a statement, this was a tragedy. She blacks out and uh, they don't call an ambulance. They take her to the nurse's office. Yeah, she blacked out. Nothing to take her to the because that's what you do. We're just going to take you to the nurse's office. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. And again, it's turned into an insane situation where people are whooping up on somebody and they've turned it into entertainment. Entertainment. This dad is pissed and angry, has every right to be. And you wonder why kids aren't reading? We got disciplinary. You know, they were probably going, well, I don't know if we could discipline these kids, even if there was something because of uh, who knows what. No. I mean, wasn't it just a few years ago? A little kid chews a, was it a Pop-Tart into a gun? He's suspended. Everybody's asking questions about like, well... Uh, you know, what kind of therapy should everybody go to? 
Nowadays, stuff like this goes on and it seems to just be swept under. It's not helping the profession. There have been protests by students and parents outside the school saying this kind of thing has got to stop and has happened before. He stresses there was no accountability, no consequences for the four girls who went after Adriana. Had there been, she may not have felt so terribly alone. If this were taken seriously, he says, police and ambulance called and the girls punished immediately, perhaps expelled, he's convinced this would have been very different. My daughter's never been in a fight before, literally. She's, you know, 98 pounds, you know, she's 5'2". And uh, she loves everybody. In Bayville, New Jersey, Michelle Charlesworth, Channel 7, Eyewitness News. Yeah. What a brave father in his grief to do all this. Yeah. It's heart. It's heart wrenching. You know, I I'm raising you know little ones. I've got a I've got a 14 year old. I have a 12 year old. I have another 12 year old, and I have a four year old. And it is you know watching you know this you know talking to them all the time about social media and the insanity that that you're going to see there and how much so much of it is not real and how much of it so much of it is entertainment and and or using people's situation to to make others like and follow you as if you did something big and that you've got to keep you know talking to your kids and keeping it in perspective but this was horrible another situation where she was bullied and this wasn't just a one time thing but complaints went unanswered and you know how they end up getting answered eventually when something like this happens and then you have to pay out millions of dollars from your school budget to settle a case. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at me. Text the program. Rihanna performed last night. We'll talk about that. Commercials. Were there any good ones in there? There were some okay ones last night. Was it is it just it was it was different. It felt like the buildup was massive. And the game was rather quick, and it was it was and the game was rather quick. Even though it was a thirty minute halftime shutdown, which is still an odd thing. Talk about that as well. Raycon, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. Raycon has everything and then some. It's not just about earbuds. Although I love my earbuds. Played golf on Saturday. Guess what? Had my earbuds in. Oh, it's awesome. I was listening to the uh, WM uh, Open, which is the Waste Management Open. I heard of the Phoenix Open, and uh, I was actually watching it on my phone and, and listening to it while I was golfing. It was amazing. I didn't have to worry about them falling out. I didn't have to worry about them running out of juice. That's what I love about Raycons. The best earbuds around. But on top of that, they've got incredible, and I do mean incredible, headphones, gaming headphones. They've got amazing speakers. Last night we had our speaker on, attached to the TV while we're listening and we're barbecuing and stuff, watching the game. It was awesome. If you want the best sound quality at a price that isn't going to bank, uh, break the bank, they got bundles, they got buy now, pay later, and a 30-day money-back guarantee this is what it's all about, Raycons. About half the price of other premium audio brands. Why not get yours? Save an extra 15% on top of all of that. Go to buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Buyraycon.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. Irreverent? Um, like, yeah. So what? It's the Chad Benson Show. Rihanna ran through a medley of her hits during the NFL Apple Music Halftime Show on Fox, singing and dancing with dozens of backup dancers dressed in white hooded jackets, ran in the middle in red, and at one point while on a platform suspended high in the air, she rubbed her belly while singing... 
her rep confirmed after the show what everyone assumed, making Rihanna the first woman to headline a Super Bowl halftime show while pregnant. It'll be the second child for the singer and her rapper partner, ASAP Rocky. Their first child was born in May. Why Why is that uh, like, uh, okay. Uh, it was, eh. You know, I saw Bamani Jones earlier on CNN. He goes, can we just stop saying it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't historic, it wasn't great. Uh, it was fair to Midland. And she looked like she didn't want to be there. <laughs> and I thought, well, let's go. Here's my issue. I have a four-year-old. I have a 12-year-old. We were all watching the game, my wife and I and everything. And I am anything but a, a, a prude. You do what you want to do, but I think there's a time and a place for everything. And when she grabbed her hoo-ha, if you will, and then rubbed her fingers through her nose and smelled, and I thought to myself, that's a little Sorry. I don't find that to be all that in a bag of chips. I find that to be quite, dis, you know, distasteful, the place that it was at. And it has nothing to do again. you're prude. No, I'm not. I am not. I'm anything but. I found that to be worse than the, the, the nipple gate, which to this day, I'm like, I, don't, I was watching it, but I didn't see it. I saw that last night. And when I have a child that's sitting there going, huh, what? My wife and I are looking at each other. And luckily, Charlie has no idea. She's, she's not paying any attention like, like that. She's like, she's looking at all the stuff and floating around and, and stuff. But the, you know, the other one did and was kind of like, uh, and I'm like, oh my God. A lot of crotch grabbing. <laughs> there were commercials last night. Were they good? Were they bad? Were they, they were, we had some interesting stuff. The M&M's. Right? Remember the M&M's? Because they were in trouble. Oh, yeah. Because Why did they get in trouble again? Because of the thing. The M&M's got in trouble because of the thing. With the thingy-mabobber. And, of course, then it got really weird with the M&M's. Why does it get weird? Well, it got weird with the M&M's because of the whole thing, you know, with them being politically correct. And then they got woke. And then it got stupid. And everybody's like, oh, yeah. Well, they were out of timeout. You also had Breaking Bad, which is one of the ones I liked, the Breaking Bad uh, commercial. It was fantastic because it wasn't it wasn't Brian Cranston and Jake Paul. It was Walter White and Jesse. And it was very integrated <laughs> in the product. And it was really, really, really well done. Very clever. And you remember the product. Yeah, Donnie Deutsch uh, talking about the pop, like this pop chip thing that they've come up with. And it was, it was really, it was good. It was well done. The other one I liked was the Duncan ad with Ben Affleck at Dunkin' Donuts. Ben Affleck, through all the press, there's so many clips of him drinking Dunkin' Donuts. You know, I mean, I mean drinking uh, coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. It's kind of a little bit a well-known thing, so they're playing on that. It was also very self-effacing. And also, the Dunkin' was very integrated into the ad, so it wasn't just like, plop the celebrity here. Yeah, and that was pretty good. Uh, the T-Mobile with uh, Bradley Cooper and I think his mom. <laughs> she, he was trying to get her to act, and she wasn't very good at it. And he goes, Mom, I'm really good at acting. I've been nominated nine times. She's all, but you never won anything. <laughs> I like that. And of course, again, the M&Ms, which was the big woke thing. Because remember, they were going to be gender-free. Then they were going to be all women. And they were going to be peanuts. And, 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 and we're going to be the males and the females. I mean, what? So stupid. I can't believe we were actually put on pause. Uh, am I anxious about being back? Does it seem like I am? I'm glad to be back because this is what I was made for. I mean, as a walking, talking candy, my options are pretty limited. <sighs> but nothing spectacular. Nothing you're sitting around talking about all day. Going, oh, my God, this is going to be the most amazing. 
Yeah, they were just okay. Seven million bucks. And, of course, they had the He Gets Us ads ran twice last night. They spent $14 million on uh, the the ads about Jesus. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You miss any show, grab the podcast. This here be the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts. Independent life. This is Chad Benson. It's Get Nothing Done Monday, day after the Super Bowl. A lot of people think this should be the day to take off. Last night, a big game, the Super Bowl. Oh, my Lord. After a kick that gave them a lead by three. One last chance. One last gasp. The last breath, if you will. Of the season on the line. The Eagles needing to have a miracle. To continue or to win. Hoping maybe they'll get a pass interference. Maybe we'll get something here. Where we'll have a chance to kick a tying field goal. And or who knows what. Maybe some sort of miracle that gets us the victory. It went into that last play. Clock is going to be out of time. And the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons, the Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. That's right. Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. I repeat, the Chiefs But you knew that. It was a good game. It was a classic game. It was a game of, of, of two halves. Uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. There was a 30-minute break in between, so uh, Rihanna could come out and do a half-hearted, uh, you know. I mean, look, she's got all the talent in the world. She's pregnant, and she came out and she did what she did. But the game itself was built to be, you know, this this battle of two amazing teams. It has been a long time since you've had the two number one seeds face off, and that's what you had. And here's the thing. Going into the game, 546 points scored by each team. Six Pro Bowlers by each team. 16-3 and three records each team. They were as evenly matched as you were going to find from top to bottom. I think a lot of people thought, myself included, that the Eagles had a better defense than they did, and they didn't have a good defense at all last night. Now, during the regular season, you may have a great defense. Defense with you didn't have it last night. And then there was a play. There was a play that, you know, people are scrutinizing today. Oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. And how did they call that? That, that was just, it was horrible. You shouldn't call a play like that the way that they did. And what did they do? They called a holding play when it was third and long, on 
the Eagles. How could they do that? They did it because that's the rule. (laughs) You did something you shouldn't have done. You held on to a guy who was making a move and would have been pretty much wide open. And because of that, there was a penalty flag thrown. (gasps) Yeah, because that's the rules. End of the day. Great game. Fun to watch. Uh, I was sitting there telling my wife last night, you know, people think, oh, football season goes on forever. It doesn't. It's over. It's over. I mean, you know, you've got now February, the rest of it, March, April, May, June, July, August, and then September, eight months before they pick up a football in earnest and play a game that counts. That's a long time. <laughs> it it goes from September, right? So you got, you got September, you got uh, October, November, December, and then January. It's like four and a half months. So it, it is, it's a short time that they play. But there's no doubt what the dominant religion in this country is. It's not politics, even though some people like to have you believe that. It is football. And last night was, was, was a hell of a game. And they put it on here. Yesterday, I was telling, you know, being here this last week, and you know, because I live here, but being in the city, because I live outside of the city, downtown for those couple days we were doing the show from, you know, Super Bowl Row, and then we, you know, we've got the, we have the WM here, which is the Waste Management Open. If you don't know what that is, that is by attendance, the world's largest golf tournament. Yesterday, there was only 70,000 people there or so. Saturday, there was a quarter of a million people at the Waste Management Open. Think about that. Four Super Bowls <laughs> inside of that place. I was seeing traffic. People were like delayed just two hours just to get out the freeway. To get into the place. It was nuts. People started lining up at midnight to get in for Saturday so they could get to the famous 16th green, which if you've never seen, even if you don't know anything about golf, it is a coliseum that they've built for this par three. And it's the one place where the noise is just raucous and where it is, it's chaos. And if you miss the green or your shot's not really good, you get booed mercilessly in a game that's all about etiquette. It's like the white trash. It's I always go back to, I, I, I told my wife this the other day, I said, you've seen Caddyshack. She goes, yeah. I said, this is the time at Caddyshack when they allow all the people that work there and their family to come to the pool. It's the same thing. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Uh, your, your, you know, your Instagram and all of the other things. Well, all this is going on, guys. I want to remind everybody, yet again, something else in the sky, and we shot it down. We're talking about football because we don't want to talk about the fact that aliens may be here. Three incidents in less than a week after that Chinese spy balloon was shot down off the Carolina coast. China! But a senior U.S. official saying these three are different from that spy balloon, none appear to have a payload, and all are smaller. Now, intensive search efforts underway. Recovery teams in Alaska using Navy P-8 planes and helicopters as officials scramble to recover and analyze those objects. Yeah. So got to take a look at those things. What are they? Are they alien? I asked last hour. I'll continue to ask it. <laughs> Could we handle aliens? I don't know if we could. 
Have you seen the way that we overreact to certain things? I don't know if we could handle aliens. It changes everything. So we shot uh, four down since last Saturday, one being a balloon, three others being who knows what. Uh, Interesting to listen to what the pilots have to say, because there's some interesting reports about whether or not, you know, the the pilots, what'd you guys see? So this is interesting. This is kind of unusual that these pilots saw different things and that is sort of i guess adding to the mystery of all this yeah not even the pilots apparently were really able to identify what they saw and just to take you back for a sec on thursday the uh the u.s defense officials sent f-35 fighter jets up to try to figure out what this object was that was flying around near alaska those pilots we have learned have given very conflicting accounts of what they actually experienced with some pilots saying that the, the object interfered with the plane sensors other pilots saying that they didn't really experience that other pilots saying that when they looked at the object, they could identify no identifiable uh, identifiable propulsion system, and they did not know how it was actually staying in the air, cruising at that altitude of about 40,000 feet. So this has all added to the Pentagon's wariness of describing in more detail what this object actually is until they can get more information uh, through the debris that they are recovering right now. If they recover any debris, I mean, we don't know what that even looks like. Uh, You know, I mean, I know that we recovered some of the debris from the one we shot down over South Carolina's, uh, you know, beaches there, the ocean just off the coast there. But I don't know how much debris is, is, you know, I mean, is there a ton of debris? Because what they're showing is they didn't really get a lot of that one over South Carolina, that first balloon. And in this one, I don't know if there's any debris left. Or did the thing just land because it's built from some sort of space age, amazing material? Why did it fall down if it was super space age? Why did we shoot it? Did we know they weren't coming in peace? Oh, Chad, I don't know. That's you being weird now. I mean, it's got to admit, it's a bit odd. It is. It is a bit odd that we're in this position. Now, they asked the guy who kind of runs NORAD about all of this stuff. And so you got a guy here that is, uh, you know, like this guy kind of, he's he's a bit of a big deal. He sees these things. And, you know, like, are they aliens? And his answer was? I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with the attempt to identify it. We'll let them sort it out. His job is just to arrange the meeting between them and the crash department. <laughs> Are they aliens? I don't know if they're aliens. What I do know, though, is we have shot four things down in just over eight days. Three of them over the United States and one over Canada. And that was a joint effort between uh, us and uh, Canadians. Canadian and American fighter jets were scrambled uh, and an American F-22 successfully shot down the object. Uh, Recovery teams are on the ground um, looking to uh, find and analyze the object. Yeah, that's Trudeau there. And the reason we had to shoot it down is because Canada, while they have jets, have decided not to have any bullets (laughs) or anything to do anything to damage because that would just not be very nice. Oh, Chad. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I don't know. I don't know if we could handle it. I'd like to think as a species, as human beings, that we could 
have an understanding that if there is something else out there that, you know, yes, maybe it's here to do us harm. Maybe it's not. But we must think in the way that we think to protect ourselves. Uh, but at the same time, you know, is it probably something less sexy? Yeah. You know, that's what Dan Cranshaw said. Often these things aren't as cool as you think they are. But we'll find out, maybe, because, you know, if it is something really, <laughs> they'll never say a word. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Better help is ready to help you. com slash Benson. Go there now, and you're going to be able to have an opportunity to talk to somebody. Maybe when you're at your best, you can do things, right? Like amazing things. But life can get you bogged down. Maybe you feel overwhelmed, like you're not showing up the way you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because you can feel empowered. You're more prepared to take everything on that life throws at you. Maybe you've got just some issues that you need to talk it through with somebody. Maybe the issues go deeper. That's where BetterHelp comes in. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. Convenient, flexible, affordable, entirely online. You fill out a questionnaire, you're matched with a licensed therapist, and switching therapists is easy and doesn't cost you anything else, right? And it's like that. Maybe you just don't click with somebody. You're just not clicking. Oh, it's so simple with BetterHelp. It's helped my family tremendously, especially with my eldest daughter who struggles with autism. It has been a huge help, and I know it can work with your family. Right now, if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Benson. You get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. BetterHelp.com slash Benson. Little What's Trending straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davey Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Hanky Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending, baby. On the old webs of the internet, start first and foremost on the Twitterverse. Lots of Super Bowl. Galentine's Days. Today? Is that today? I don't know what that is. I know Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Is that where the ladies are just like, let's be gals. Let's be gal pals. Bradbury is trending. He is the guy who was hit with the holding penalty at the end of the game last night that essentially ended the game and the Eagles' chance outside of a miraculous block of the field goal attempt with four seconds left. Uh, he is trending because he said, yeah, I, I did it. I got I thought I was going to get away with it. I didn't. Well, very honest. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. We know that. Oh, national Anthem, Chris Stapleton. Did a hell of a job with the National Anthem last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He gets us. That was one of the commercials, and that is the one that is this mysterious group in Kansas. He gets us LLC. I don't know how many million, hundreds of millions of dollars have been poured into this group, 
And this is one of the things they've been doing. You've been seeing these commercials everywhere where it'll show people who are angry or sad. And it'll talk about this person was this and then this person was that. And then at the end, he goes, and it was he was Jesus. And he, they ran two commercials last night on the old uh, Super. Seven million a spot is what they were going for. Seven million for 30 seconds. Head over to Google Rihanna. Number one trending thing yesterday. Rihanna's big red pregnancy reveal. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Travis Kelsey and uh, uh, Jason Kelsey, they are brothers. And uh, they faced off last night. And they embraced each other afterward. And his brother Jason said he was happy for his brother. What else is he going to say? I hate my brother? No, they're best friends. They're brothers. Chris Stapleton. We'll talk about Ezra Miller, the Super Bowl flash trailer was released last night. I watched it. Michael Keaton, because he can go from different timelines, is in there as Batman. And this is a guy who's got numerous issues, Ezra Miller. He's been all over the place. He's been in trouble, still is in trouble. And the thought of getting rid of the movie was very real. But the problem is, some people are saying it may be the one of the best superhero movies ever. <laughs> so they're just going to release it. And hopefully he gets better. I think it's their, it's their goal. Oh, wow. Puppy Bowl, finally something real. Team Fluff won last night. Boy, did they ever. They look great. They were dominating. They were nonstop uh, just just doing their thing. And it really wasn't a lot, you know. You know. So they got the Lombarki Trophy. They won 87-83 over Team Rough. So the Fluff got over Rough. Just letting you guys know that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. DeMar Hamlin was there last night as well. Uh, Touch on that maybe a little bit later. It was good to see him there. And like you said last week, there's no doubt that he's going to play again, says his doctors. And I'm sure they know a little bit more about his psyche. But I bet they're going to. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Talk a little, uh, you know. I don't know. We'll call this economy. Buddy Zach Abraham is going to join us straight ahead from Board Capital Management. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It is a uh, week of chaos, craziness, and insanity because of the Super Bowl, so nobody gets anything done today. I'm actually watching somebody throw a fit, an Eagles fan, and break his TV into bits and pieces because of the loss last night. So let's turn to something a little bit more exciting. That is the financial side of the world. Joining us now, Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer over at Bulwark Capital. Uh, hell of a game last night, but now we're back to the real world. And if anybody's participating today, the markets are open. Am I correct, Zach? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I, I am that Eagles fan that you saw. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, yes, m- markets, markets are certainly open. Um, and... I think the biggest thing we're seeing, Chad, at this point is uh, just a lot of confirmation 
it's it's a little reminiscent, honestly, of the January uh, in 2020 going into COVID where we, we saw big disruptions in China. Obviously, nobody, including us, knew what the next two years were going to we're going to, uh, uh, you know, bring us. But the one thing we were looking at is, hey, China's the manufacturing floor of the entire world. At that point, at the end of January of 2020, you had about 750 million people in China on house arrest. And market was just going straight up to start the year. And I remember just kind of looking at it and going, there's no way this lasts. You know, uh, you can't have this kind of disruption in China without there being problems. It, 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 I kind of feel in a similar situation right now about the recession debate this year. Um, so one of the things that we talked about going into this year is we expect things to slow down in the third and fourth quarter. We're going into last year. We, we expect things to slow down in the third and fourth quarter. Um, with the recession becoming really apparent in Q1 and Q2. So for fourth quarter of this last year, we've now had 78% of companies in the S&P 500 report. Uh, earnings are down 23% year over year. And I think people are sort of shocked. Uh, this is exactly what we were calling for. And more importantly, when you look at the, this year we're in now, Chad, None of the factors that created that really big and a 23% year over year decline in earnings is big. Um, all of those factors that caused that are only worse in quarter one and quarter two of this year. So um, stock market still isn't pricing any of that in. I mean, this is still a historically very expensive stock market. So um, I think more, more pain and more, uh, you know, more volatility is yet to come. Talking to Zach, Zach Abraham, Chief Investment Officer at Borwa Capital. You know, we talk about China. What what does the uneasiness in our relationship do right now with China, Zach? Because I, I think that you're the perfect person to to spell it out to us financially. We do so much of our manufacturing, although we're trying to lure our, many of our big companies away from there. But the reality is we're all intertwined. They need our dollars. We like their cheap goods. Uh, there's so many things wrapped up in this. But right now, there's no doubt there is massive tension between us and China. And how could that play into the marketplace? Yeah, so the the most interesting aspect of this whole China us situation is first and foremost, all of the things that were being created in China were being created there because it was cheaper to create them there. So as we in the US, now we're not going to do everything, right? But as we diversify that global supply chain, which we've learned now that we have to do, that means costs go up. And this is one of those dynamics we've been pointing to, Chad, which is prior to COVID, when you looked at the world setup, everything was deflationary, meaning the threats were to the downside. You get on the other side of COVID now, every single thing, including our relationship with China, becomes inflationary, meaning, you know, what's happening with China makes costs go up. The, the biggest issue, and truthfully, on you know, I'm not horrifically worried with that. That'll put, pri that'll put pressures underneath prices and inflation for some time to come. What I think the thing that nobody's talking about, Chad, with China, that's such a big deal, is um, the uncertainty about Chinese policy. And, and what I mean by that is um, China has a really big demographic problem. Every day that goes by, they are getting older and they are getting older fast to the tune where you're looking at 1.1 billion people living in China now. 
if nothing interrupts the curve that they're currently on, and really there's nothing to do it except mass immigration, and let me tell you, uh, there aren't a lot of people banging on the borders of China to get in there. Um, but if you continue on this path, you're talking about having a population of 650 million by the year 2050. So almost a halving of the population in the next 26 years. It's kind of kind of mind blowing. Um, and, and obviously that kind of reduction in population, especially with a country like China that has got mountains of debt. I mean, mountains, right? It makes us look like... Uh, like we're super responsible. Um, to me, the biggest issue, Chad, is the unknown. B because I don't think either us or China have any incentive to engage in any type of kinetic uh, um, warfare or conflict of any kind. What scares me is that dynamic right there, meaning... Xi Jinping is fully aware of the of the stats I just cited, and you kind of get this feeling like if it, if it's going to be the Chinese century, which they've called it, they need to make some moves, um, uh, you know, and they got to do it relatively quick. When your po population is going to get cut in half, that means that men of fighting age in your military, that's going to get cut in half too, right? So um, th that part of it, I don't think that there is nothing anything necessarily boiling between us and China other than that, other than their desperation. And you and I both know desperate people, desperate countries make me worried because they do desperate things. So I think, I think the unknown is by far the scariest part of that relationship. Talking to Zach Abraham, uh, the one and only chief investment officer over at Board Capital. He gets it when it comes to the marketplace. And, uh, it, you know, we, we move from geopolitics to, to, to what's going on here financially. Uh, the, we've seen it more and more. Uh, and I think it's starting to give people uh, worry, which is kind of how you get down inflation, right? Is that the fear of losing your job and not being able to find a better job, even though jobs are being created, how many of those are good jobs out there because people are worried about inflation. And now the the mid-level management inside of a lot of these tech companies, they're seeing uh, their, their free ride come to an end. And that's worrying some people, but that's helping the market in some ways. Yeah, yeah. In, in in the short term, um, and, and I think I think there's a couple dynamics playing out here. Um, a uh, and and Chad, you know, you're not a you're not a novice to this market, and so I think you know you'll certainly get this. And I, I hope it makes sense to to the listeners as well. But um, you've got a dynamic right now where uh, investors are coming off of uh, coming out of the financial crisis, longest bull market, biggest bull market in U.S. history. And the only way you didn't win over the last 15 years was not buying the dip in tech. And you're seeing that muscle memory come to the fore, especially beginning of this year. And I think those investors are going to be sorely mistaken. And they go, Zach, yeah, but guys like you were saying that with every dip over the last 15 years. What's the difference now? Well, big difference now, right? The difference now is the Fed funds rate is 500% higher. Okay. The, the, the Federal Reserve is not accumulating assets on their balance sheet. They're selling them. Liquidity is sucking out of the system so fast you can hear it a mile away. So uh, the situation is very, very different. And I think that, um, you know, investors need to be patient. They're, they're jumping. I, rather than thinking that it's a good idea. Hey, Chad, I'll, I'll just say it like this. I think people are get, making this way too complicated. Okay, let's take a look at 
the annual and quarterly results of Apple, Amazon, uh, Microsoft, and Google. Okay, I don't think that there are four comp, comp or and then Intel, throw Intel in there for the chip aspect. I don't think that there are five companies that give you a better look through to what's happening in the economy. In the year in which Apple launched a new iPhone, their revenue is down 5% year over year. Amazon guiding for a revenue decrease and actually had a reduction in profits last year, not a slowdown of their growth rate, a reduction in prospect. They actually lost money overall on an accounting basis. You look at what these companies are guiding for. If those companies are pulling back revenue estimates and seeing at revenue contractions of five to 10%, you're, you're going to have much worse than that in other parts of the economy. So um, I think people just need to buckle up and realize that, that you know, this is going to get uglier and people are saying, oh, the tech jobs aren't a big deal. Well, yeah, that might make the stock pop on the short term because that's going to help earnings. I think you need to ask the question, why are they laying off so many people? They're not laying off so many people because the sky's blue and things look great. Talking to Zach Abraham, uh, Bulwark Capital, the chief investment officer. This week, what are we looking forward to this week? Uh, any big announcements? Anything people should be paying attention to? Now, you know what? Nothing nothing really urgent or pressing this week. What we want to keep our eye out on is the inflation data. Um, I think the inflation data is going to prove stubborn in a lot of areas. That's been That's been what we're seeing. In other areas right now that really reflect current levels of consumer spending, you're seeing it drop pretty quick, which, I, again, kind of backs up our thesis, which is I think you're going to see inflation stay stubbornly high while the economy slows down markedly. So just keep watching for those. Watch the, you know, watching the dollar and then the rate on the 10-year. And between inflation data, dollar, and the rate on the 10-year, uh, that's really going to give us all the information we need to know right now. And, and just keeping an eye on that is going to be key. Right on, my man. If people want to get a hold of you, what do they do? Uh, well, hey, if we, we do our show on our podcast once a week, so you can just Google Know Your Risk Radio podcast. Uh, you can go to bulwarkcapitalmanagement.com. We do our, uh, our road shows, our, our digital road shows for free for radio listeners once every six weeks. We've got another one of those coming up in the next three weeks, I believe. And yeah, just go to bulwarkcapitalmanagement.com, knowyourriskradio.com. Appreciate it, my man. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. All right, Chad. Thanks for having us on. It's a good time as always. Thanks. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. Uh, he's so right about those companies, though. You just got to look and see what's going on. And and for some of them, there's going to be a shift, I think, towards AI. And, you know, like that's Microsoft's laying people off. Disney laid off a bunch of people last week. It's going to save them $5.5 billion over the long term is what they're looking at. And it wasn't because we're, well, you know, we're dying. It's because we were overloaded. We hired at a time and we're deciding to change a few things here and there. But you've got to, to understand, you got to look at some of the companies to see what they're doing. Some of them is over hire and some of them are coming to the realization that this isn't the place that is going, that this isn't the time that's going to be uber successful for us. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. We're talking earlier about the Poppy Bowl and Team Fluffy beat Team Rough, but you know what? Team Rough and Fluff would both love the fact that they could have rough greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff that you put on top of your dog's food and that helps your dog with his energy, helps them with their aches and their pains and their joints, keeps them healthier longer, and keeps them stronger longer, and I love that. Right now, are you ready for a bag for free? Now, when you get a bag, for free. All you do is cover the cost of shipping. You don't change a thing. They're not asking you to go in and buy other special food. All they want you to do 
is just sprinkle this on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. Get a free bag of Rough Greens right now by going to ruffgreens.com slash chat. It's that simple. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Get a free bag now for your dog. Don't change a thing. Cover the cost of shipping. That's it. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. But it's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ears content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. I'm going to put on a show at this famous theater. Magic Mike's Last Dance bowed in first at the box office on a slow Super Bowl weekend. So slow, all it took was $8.2 bucks for the third Magic Mike movie to do it. Let's get it done. Avatar The Way of Water rose a spot to second, earning $6.9 million in week eight. With the 25th anniversary theatrical re-release of Titanic taking third with $6.4 million, it was a very good weekend for filmmaker James Cameron. Yeah, uh, I've saw Titanic and I've seen none of the other ones. <laughs> That's how I roll. The uh, 25th anniversary of Titanic, they rolled it out in theaters. That guy is just, he's just printing money. He's like, what else do I got? Yeah, I did Piranha 2, The Spawn. Did you roll that out in theater? See if I can get a couple million bucks off that bad dog. <laughs> Woo, that guy is uh, making, he doesn't need to work a second job. Some people, though, well, they, yeah, they, 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 they have to, is, is, is what I'm trying to say. This is Jim Ryan. A survey conducted by Stanford University suggests that 10% of us are moonlighting. Why? You know, I think a lot of it's about the recession. Andy Kurtzig heads JustAnswer.com, which offers up experts on everything from veterinary medicine to family law. Aaron Wilson fixes appliances by day and offers appliance repair advice at night. There's no, like, hours that you have to do it. You just kind of do it whenever you have free time. Free time and a need for some extra money. Yeah, a lot of people doing that, taking up that little side hustle. Uh, That's totally understandable. You know, I mean, if you could make an extra few bucks here, an extra, extra few bucks there, who's in, 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 and this goes back to what we're talking about last week with, with, you know, inflation. We're just talking to Zach Abraham. You missed any show. Make sure you grab the podcast. People are still worried about inflation and they're still worried about a recession. I saw yet another muckety muck, you know, economic analyst today saying it's still a 20% chance. Only a 20% chance that when this recession comes that it's going to be a soft landing. He thinks there's going to be, you know, an 80% chance that this thing's going to be much harder than people realize. Some people said, well, the recession's already been here. You ask under people, you're going to get a different answer. Almost all of them. None of them are, are, are you know, there's no universal answer that, that all of them are going to agree on when it comes to what's coming next. But there's no doubt that there's a worry of inflation. You have Russia cutting back oil. The, the 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 ramping up of what's going to be coming here with Russia, I think, is going to play a, a big role into potentially what's going to take place on the open market when it comes to oil and gas, which will cause prices to go higher. There's a lot of things that are playing in this. So people are looking for a way to protect themselves 
Because, you know, two, three years ago, your paycheck, well, say three and a half years ago, four years ago, you got a paycheck, you could save a little. Then everything started to go wonky. And then all of a sudden the reality came back. Okay, we're starting to get back to life as normal, but prices started to go up. All of a sudden that inflation hit you and you went from your paycheck saving some to your paycheck getting you by and just enough to now your paycheck's not enough. So finding that side hustle is is a real thing. And I think a lot of people are doing it. And I think a lot of people are also doing it in hopes that they could take their side hustle one day and make it their own. Where they're not having to depend on somebody else for a paycheck. Which is, I think, a lot of people's dreams. And that's the beauty of our country. Is we we inspire and we want to push and 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 people to to absolutely become their own boss, their own captains of their ship. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Set into the third hour. If you missed any of the show, grab the podcast. Zach has some really interesting stuff to say about China and the potential of what could happen if things go south with China when it based on our economy. So make sure you grab that. You can tweet at us. You can text at the show. This is the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You're waking up today and you're in Kansas City. You got a smile on your face. And if you're in Philly, you're feeling sad because last night it all came to an end. The football season is over and we have a champion. Clock is going to be out of time and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. Yep, a hell of a game last night. I will say that my wife and I watched the whole thing from start to finish, including the halftime show, which we'll touch on a little bit later. But it was a hell of a game. It was an amazing game. And uh, one play kind of decided this thing in a weird way. And it was a, it was a holding call. It was people are pissed, people are angry. I want you to listen to this. This is a Philadelphia sports host live on the air at a local, so they're doing like a local hit for their station back in Philly, and it's a TV station. He's a little bit angry. And then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line and an incomplete pass, and Carl Shepard's team with a bullshit call. I mean, utter, complete bullshit. 
shit is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways, and you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl, and that should never happen. I'm going to be in the car. Um, but seriously. <laughs> by the way, there was no beeps for their live television hit. Uh, can we just get over it? Okay, the, the, the language. Can we just get over the BS word? Come on, for God's sakes. But it was a hell of a game. It was fun to watch. You know, it was 24-14 at halftime. Second half, you know, we made adjustments. You no, know, the second half, they came out, and they just ran them down. They just couldn't be stopped. They couldn't stop anybody. The defense, which was my failure, I thought their defense was really good. Turns out their defense was about as average as it gets when it comes up against an awesome offense. And they couldn't stop anybody or anything. It was that simple. They lost because the better team won. It was fun. Patrick Mahomes was everything that was advertised. And I'll be I'll be honest, for a minute, towards the end of the first half, when he was limping bad, I thought, oh my goodness. How bad is it? Because he looked hurt. And I thought, <sighs> now, you go in at halftime, you get the magic elixir, and you come out and do your thing. But still, it's very interesting. How excited were the fans? Super excited. It was awesome uh, to watch some of the insanity ensued. Here's a 10-year-old. He's pretty pumped. I feel amazing, baby. Kansas City Super Bowl winners, let's go! <laughs> I feel amazing, baby. Kansas City Super Bowl winners, let's go! Fun game, though. Fun game. Enjoyed it. Halftime show was what it was. And it's funny to watch the way the media takes it. It's the greatest thing ever. It's the worst thing ever. Well, for some people it was. Trump called it the worst halftime show ever. That it was not. Was not. We remember we had we had five years after the Nipplegate controversy, where they brought out the oldest bands you could find that were still touring, and put them up there, and that was those were pretty 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 benign and boring. This wasn't it wasn't you know it, it wasn't the best, but I will tell you. Uh, I had one moment, and we'll talk about it a little bit, where I thought, it's a little bit disturbing for me. Because I'm sitting there watching it with my 13-year-old or my 12-year-old stepdaughter and Charlie, who is four and a half. And it was hmm, a bit of a, maybe I was the only one who caught it. My wife caught it. I'm, I'm assuming everybody else did as well. We'll touch on that in a little bit. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. All that being said, over the weekend, we did it again. We done shot down another balloon that was high in the sky. So four takedowns in the last, what, week? That's huge. So we shot down four in the last week. Uh, one of them, in including uh, us in Canada, little uh, little double action here, where you know we were able to shoot down something over 
the Canadian, you know, it was in U.S. Canadian airspace, and they made some sort of, uh, hey, let's do this as a team. Canadian and American fighter jets were scrambled, uh, and an American F-22 successfully shot down the object. Uh, Recovery teams are on the ground um, looking to uh, find and analyze the object. Which is a big thing. So we find, we analyze, whatever it is. And they say objects because the whole thing is, it's a balloon, it's a balloon. No, these are not balloons. They're objects. What are they? One of them was octagon shape in nature. There's some interesting stuff that is happening some some serious uh, uh, questions about what's going on. This is Natalie Bertram, who is talking about what a few of the pilots reported in one of the encounters. So this is interesting. This is kind of unusual that these pilots saw different things. And that is sort of, I guess, adding to the mystery of all this. Yeah, not even the pilots apparently were really able to identify what they saw. And just to take you back for a sec, on Thursday, the uh, the U.S. defense officials sent F-35 fighter jets up to try to figure out what this object was that was flying around near Alaska. Those pilots, we have learned, have given very conflicting accounts of what they actually experienced, with some pilots saying that the, the object interfered with the plane's sensors, other pilots saying that they didn't really experience that, other pilots saying that when they looked at the object, they could identify no identifiable uh, identifiable propulsion system, and they did not know how it was actually staying in the air, cruising at that altitude of about 40,000 feet. So this has all added to the Pentagon's wariness of describing in more detail what this object actually is until they can get more information uh, through the debris that they are recovering right now. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, don't know what it is. One of them was the shape, not the shape, but the size of about a car, mid-sized car. Uh, don't know about the other ones. They are saying, though, is they're objects, not balloons. Could it be aliens? I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. That is one of our generals, General Glenn Van Herc. Well, you guys understand something. This is a general saying, eh, I don't know what it was. Could it be an alien? I'm not ruining it out. What do you, what do you mean? It's general in the United States Air Force, serves the commander of both the United States Northern Command and North American Aerospace Defense Command. This is a guy who is serious. And they asked him about aliens. And I want you to take a listen to what he said here one more time. Could it be aliens? I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America Uh, with an attempt to identify. I'm not ruling out anything. I find that to be interesting. Don't know what it is. What I will tell you is, can't rule out anything. What do you mean you can't rule out anything? Could it be aliens? I'm telling you now, I can't rule out anything. Oh. On the other side of it, China is coming after us. They... Are are well, well, you know, they they they, they you know, they're they're accusing us of uh, of of spying. I should hope so. 
China now accusing the U.S. of flying more than 10 surveillance balloons into Chinese airspace last year. A foreign ministry spokesperson saying, quote, it is not uncommon for U.S. balloons to frequently take the opportunity to carry out close-up reconnaissance against China. But they didn't offer any further details of the alleged U.S. incursions. The Chinese spokesperson on Monday sidestepped questions over reports that China was also preparing to shoot down a flying object off the coast of Qingdao. Could we be spying? I would hope so. Uh, What are we doing if we're spying with balloons? Who knows? I hope we're spying. Just like I know they're spying, they should hope and know that we're spying back. This is what happens in this world. This world's about spying on each other. It's about information. What if none of these things are spying things? What if it is something else? Just throwing it out there. Not a big conspiracy theorist. You guys listen to the show, you know that. Don't think everything's stolen from the Republicans, right? I don't think there's some, you know, uh, here's so many wacky conspiracy theories out there. But I will tell you this. It's fair to ask the question because we don't seem to know. And you're hearing pilots say, well, they jammed some of our stuff. The other pilot's like, look, there wasn't any pilot in this thing. And there was no form or, or, or means of propulsion that I could see. That's interesting. I'm just throwing it out there. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your tweet, your text, all of the other things. A lot of stuff to get to today. Let's talk a little bit about my pillow. Did you get good sleep this weekend? Fair to Midland. How about make it better with MyPillow 2.0? Mike Lindell, 20 years ago, came out with the MyPillow. Now it's 2.0. They've upgraded it, made it even better. If It's the best pillow in the world. How do you make it better? Special thread that is incredible. Special cooling thread. Makes your comfortable sleep even more comfortable and cooler. Makes it the softest pillow in the world. That's how. Same Patented fill. Same everything, but a new thread that makes it even better and gets you better sleep. Slept better this weekend. I got my MyPillow 2.0s. And right now, your chance to get the new latest version of MyPillow, the MyPillow 2.0, and get one free. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. When you do, there's a radio listener square. Use code Benson. That'll buy you one and get you one for free. It's that simple. MyPillow.com. Use code Benson when you check out for the MyPillow 2.0 pillow. You buy one, you get one free when you use code Benson. MyPillow.com. Use promo code Benson. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. As a Kansas City fans going crazy yesterday, Super Bowl, they got the win. Talk a little bit about Riri in a second. Uh, 38,000 deaths right now. We, we said last week, I wouldn't be surprised if we see 50,000 deaths when it comes to this horrific, and I do mean horrific earthquake, in an area... That isn't like ours. When we think of, think about, look, it's a pain in the ass. We all know it. And a lot of it is overdone. But our building codes are beyond stringent in this country. In certain places, it makes it where it's almost 
impossible to get anything done in a matter of time that that makes it worthwhile trying to do something well guess what they're doing in turkey now because of all of the buildings collapse because of all of the deaths somebody is in trouble and those are the builders more than 33,000 people killed across turkey and syria and more than 80,000 injured humanitarian crisis worsening with hundreds of thousands of survivors now homeless struggling in below freezing temperatures. Turkish officials targeting more than 130 people allegedly involved in the construction of collapsed buildings crushed thousands of families as they slept. At least two property developers arrested at airports. Prosecutors accused them of trying to flee the country. Yeah. And so I don't know how many buildings. I mean, last check that was some five to seven thousand buildings that it collapsed and it's going to they're going to be looking for a while this is not an easy thing to do the justice ministry has formed an earthquake crimes investigations bureau that will look into the deaths and injuries among residents here and it will undoubtedly be an enormous task when you consider the scale of the destruction here thousands of buildings destroyed across hundreds of miles yeah Man, we're not just talking again. This is Turkey. Syria is uh, is another matter altogether. Assad spoke over the weekend uh, about this. Uh, it's horrible uh, that we we need to do better when it comes to what's going on in Syria. This is life. This is a, an area that is absolutely decimated by civil war uh, and many other things that have gone on there. And they're facing bitter cold. It is ugly and horrible. And it's about to get worse as things start to go a little bit more sideways there. Uh, it is just it's it, it, just look as beautiful and as amazing the world is right now. Right now we are in a, a we're, we're sitting there looking at all this insane Stuff that is going on from stuff flying overhead to what's happening in Turkey and the horrific deaths there and the amount of loss of life that has happened there to to what's going on again in Ukraine, because another offensive is is taking place. And one of them leading it, one of the groups is, well, a a, a, a Wagner group, a, a mercenary group that is brutal. Key to Russia's fight around Bakhmut, Wagner Group mercenaries. The boss of the Wagner Group, Yevgeny Prigozhin, hinting today at the rivalry between his organization and the regular Russian army. Saying in an audio message, our boys were very upset at suggestions that other Russian military units helped capture land, adding, I want to stress, around Bakhmut, it is only Wagner. Yeah, and that's insane. Like, so, so these guys are fighting for Russia, and they're pissed they're not getting credit. But I use the word they... Because whoever they are, you really don't have a choice when it comes to Wagner. A former Wagner commander who fought in Ukraine and fled, now speaking out. Telling our Patrick Rival, men who refused to fight were executed in front of other recruits. Adding that Wagner has no regard for the lives of its recruits, saying they are thrown into battle as meat. Awful. Just crazy chaos going on around the world. We're celebrating an amazing, incredible football game yesterday. It's the beauty of America and the power that we have at the same time. Uh, it's just, it's it's an odd time. 323-538-2423. What is in the sky? We'll discuss a little bit more about that. Riri at her halftime show. Uh, what did she do that I found a bit offensive? And I think most people did if they saw it as well. Talk about that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show.
Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Fair question. People are asking, what the hell is up there? Is it aliens? We've shot down four things. Uh, so, two Saturdays ago, so a couple Saturdays, South Carolina Chinese spy balloon shot down. Friday, north of Alaska, Air Force F-22 shot down a high-altitude object. It was flying about 40,000 feet, posed a threat to civilian aircraft. Saturday over northern Canada, An F-22 coordinating with Canada used a missile to shoot down a high-altitude airborne object that NORAID had detected over Alaska on Friday. And then yesterday over Lake Huron, at the direction of President Biden, at an abundance of caution, an F-16 fired an AIM-9X missile to shoot down an airborne object flying at approximately 20,000 feet. Could it be aliens? I keep going back to that, joking, because you know us here, we like to have a little bit of fun. And I keep saying, this is the guy who's the head of NORAD, the guy that's the general, General Van Herc. And and he's like, they asked him, man, is it, is it, is it balloons? Is it uh, Chinese spy planes? Is it aliens? What is it? Is it aliens? I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything. Uh, at this point, we continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. To me, that's not a no. <laughs> Let them figure it out. We took them down. What if they came in peace? What if they were just like, look, we want to come. We're going to show you guys that uh, all these diseases you have, all this 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 hatred towards one another. We could put that on the sidelines. We could we could show you that that that, that, that you don't need any of this stuff. We're going to come in peace, and we're going to bring you so much abundance of of amazing stuff. It's going to be incredible. And what did we do? We blasted them out of the skies. Ah, <laughs> oh, Chad, I'm not saying we did because we don't know if it's aliens. What if it's our stuff? I think it's a fair question. What if it is our stuff that we blasted out of the sky? Stuff we're trying. Stuff that's... uh, What if it's just giant, huge, homemade drones? Is that a possibility as well? I don't know. But man, I tell you what. You know, we we, we have bias now against anything in the sky. It's a confirmation bias. Right, we see it, and we oh, it's something, it's something. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is, if it was, let's just say for the sake of argument, that it was extraterrestrial in nature. Now, I know what a lot of people think, and this is, you know, oh, that's Chad. That's stupid. There's no way my on-air partner from my local show thinks there's just no way that there could be anything else out there. I mean, first of all, the hubris to think as as the the size of of the universe, the size of the skies above us and below us and everywhere, that we're just a floating rock in, in here, and that we're the only one of these floating rocks that could conceivably have any kind of life form on it whatsoever. To me is if you honestly, because we cannot wrap our head around the size of forever. It's just not possible. 
That being said, what if it is ET-like, if you will? What if there is nothing else out there in this dimension, but there is another dimension? All questions that are fair to ask at a time like this. Why not? Could we as a country, could we as a world, could we as a planet, could we as human beings on said planet handle news like that? Could we? Or would we just lose our minds? I think that's a, that's a serious question. Could the earthquakes be related? Well, maybe. I, wait, wait, what? Just throwing it all out there, guys, trying to come up with something. Jeez, 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. What do you think? I mean, it is, it's, it's a fair question to ask. Is it not? And how would you, I mean, what would you think if you found out there were aliens? That's a, that's a fair question. In a world where, you know, we've got religion and, and, and you know, people are, are, are what would this do to religion? What would this do to humanity? What would this, I mean, what would this do with the fact that we are not the highest on the food chain, if you will? What would that do for all of us? Could we not have a conversation? I don't think we, I don't know if we can. Hell, I don't, we can't even talk about the debt ceiling, for God's sakes, without losing our minds and everybody getting upset. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, is your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. Last night's Super Bowl, back to the talking points of America, which everybody's talking about. Rihanna at the Super Bowl, performance rocked it? Yes, no, maybe? Above a long red stage, splitting the field lengthwise in two, Rihanna giving this crowd and the world a 13-minute tour over almost two decades of performing. Just about everybody in this crowd holding their cell phones, recording it. She and her dancers appearing to float on platforms above the field as they moved around. Many in this crowd dancing and singing along like they're at a concert. It's our buddy Alex Stone right there. Uh... I thought she did a pretty damn good job. I couldn't tell if she was lip lip syncing or not, which is good because she is that good. She did confirm afterwards she was pregnant, which I I kept looking at my wife going, I just feel like, you know, a person who lives their life in, in the camera, in front of the camera, makes her living off her beauty to it it looked like there was a, a bump or something there. And it sounds weird, but that's, it's a woman who's, you know, how many bikini pictures are there of her out there? And I said, I wonder if she's pregnant. Because uh, the joke was before she was going to have a special guest on stage with her. Is that the special guest? I had issue with a few things. The biggest of the things was there was a portion of it where she kept grabbing her crotch on numerous occasions. Fine, whatever. It's the world we lived in. Then she acted like she wiped her crotch and then put her fingers in front of her nose and like, ah. And I thought to myself, I'm sitting there with my 12-year-old stepdaughter, and she didn't really pick up on it. My wife and I look at each other like, really? Really? I find that more disturbing than Nipplegate, for God's sakes. You're an old fuddy-duddy. You know what? I am fine with whatever people do in their own world. I got no problems with it. Last thing I am is a fuddy-duddy. But I also am a person who's respectful of the audience and the kids. Trust me, 
because I have a hard time every day not dropping an F-bomb on the show or something else. I'm not an old fuddy-duddy, but there's a time and a place. I just didn't feel like that was the time and the place for that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I am the old fuddy-duddy in this world. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the things. Uh, this story is very interesting. If you guys are not following the story, and a lot of people are probably following the story of the New Mexico basketball team, the Lobos. So it's a college basketball team, D1 college basketball team, and their entire season has now been suspended for cheating. No. Well, what could it have been suspended for? The decision to cut the season short comes after one of the players filed a police report accusing three of his teammates of holding him down, removing his clothes, and touching him in a sexual manner. The victim also claimed the inappropriate and sexual contact from his teammates has been happening since last summer, often in front of the entire team. The coaching staff has been placed on paid leave pending an investigation. The school's chancellor released a statement saying he was heartbroken and sickened to learn of the allegations, adding that the team's play were interviewed by university personnel who are specially trained to conduct investigations into these kinds of matters. This is insane. But this is what it is. Uh, Don't know what exactly has taken place here, but it sounds like, well, I mean, it, it sounds like they went overboard on hazing or doing something to the point of sexual assault against a teammate to the point where rather than just go, these guys are going to be on a, you know, leave, uh, and these guys over here are going to be, uh, you know, uh, kicked off the team. We're just done with the season. That's nuts. That's how bad this must be. To think of a whole team just, just shutting it down. How bad must this be? We're not uh, familiar with something this big where they say this is so bad, you've got to shut down the entire team. Yeah, that's how bad this was. So bad. You have to shut down the entire season. And you're going to hear something. I have a feeling that uh, 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 institutional controls, the stuff we talk about when we hear stuff about things that got out of control or things that, you know, institutional control. You're going to hear those words pop up over this. Because this didn't sound like it was a one-off scenario that got out of hand. The fact is that this guy said he was being... Uh, assaulted numerous occasions in front of the team on numerous occasions. That's, I mean, you're shutting down a program that, you know, is, it's not, you're D1. I mean, this is a big time program as far as, you know, you're you're playing college basketball's highest level. And we're like, we're done. Mm. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this incredible stuff that is the best supplement goes on top of your dog's food. That's simple. And it's your dog's food. Whatever you're feeding your dog. Rough Greens doesn't want you to change it. They want you just to do the same thing, but put this on top of it. That's it. And that's all I did for my older dog, Doodle. And his life is so much better. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. That's what we sprinkle on top of his food. This incredible little powder that has extended his life 
just tremendous amount of energy and and just he is just a much different dog and it has extended his life a few years it's given him a tremendous amount of good life too not just surviving try this for your dog you will not be disappointed we've been giving it to our dog for several years and we're going to continue to do it with our younger dogs. Try it for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. With gambling exploding, there were bets to be made on almost every aspect of the Super Bowl, including how long it would take Chris Singleton to sing the national anthem. Bettors who said it would take under 125 seconds won that one. The coin toss came up tails. As for other bets in the game, Jalen Hurts scored the first touchdown. He was a favorite to do so. So was Patrick Mahomes to win MVP. Rihanna did not bring out any surprise guests in her halftime performance. Her pregnancy news did not count. One upset might have come the color Gatorade that was dumped on Chiefs coach Andy Reid. It was purple. Yeah, lots of bets last night. The prop bets are always fun. Heads, tails, how long will it sing, you know, take to sing the national anthem? Uh, but, you know, over, under, you know, originally the, you had the fun stuff, like the over, under, easy. Right? Who'll score the first touchdown? Well, that's kind of interesting. Will they throw or run a touchdown? Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I know Drake put a ton of money down on uh, Travis Kelsey winning the MVP, being the first tied in to ever win MVP in a Super Bowl. He did not win it. That went to Mahomes, which is an easy one. Always go with the quarterback. Always. I will say this, though. Had the second, because Jalen Hurts fumbled the ball and uh, Bolton ran it in. And then there was another play in early in the second half where Bolton picked up another fumble and he ran it in. Had that happened and that stood because but they said he did the guy that, that originally caught the ball, I think it was Sneed or whatever, he said he did not complete the the motion, right? He he caught the ball, he possessed it, he turned up field, but he didn't make a third step. And so they said, in theory, he never controlled the ball long enough for it to be a catch. But had that happened, and Sneed ran it in, I mean, Bolt ran it in for a touchdown, that would have been two touchdowns for a DB. He might have won it. Good game. Fun game last night, uh, for sure. Commercials, always interesting. This from the M&Ms. I can't believe we were actually put on pause. Uh, am I anxious about being back? Does it seem like I am? I'm glad to be back because this is what I was made for. I mean, as a walking, talking candy, my options are pretty limited. Yeah, you know, with all of the insanity of what was going on with uh, the wokeness, uh, some of the commercials were pretty interesting. Uh, I know there was Popcorners commercial that I found to be uh, somewhat interesting. They went back. You know, and 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 it was kind of a very interesting way that they've they they were able to get some stars to do some stuff like this. But uh, uh, this one was interesting. This is a bit of the Pop Corners Chips commercial, a little Breaking Bad 
kind of uh, feel to it. Yeah, you think? Yo, these are the bomb. And they're air popped, not fried. Popcorners? You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. <laughs> that was kind of fun. Uh, some of the other ones that were fun. I thought this one was entertaining. This is uh, uh, the Dunkin' Donuts with uh, Ben Affleck. Welcome to Dunkin' and Special. Dunkin' Run, medium or large coffee, get a donut for an incremental dollar. Well, well, like, how can it be this inexpensive and good? Cream, no sugar. I'm just going to have to just give you 10 munchkins. You look a little lost. One second, I'm trying to find the bagels. Do I look familiar? Oh. Should I be in it or do you want just want this you. a self-portrait? What are you doing here? Harris me. Is this friends. what you do when you say you're going to work all day? I, I got to go, guys. Grab me a glaze. Welcome to Duncan and Special. That was fun. Uh, again, last night, fun Super Bowl game. Interesting, fun. Takes our mind off the fact that we're being invaded by aliens. Could this be the last of our Super Bowls? Will they give us a new Super Bowl? Will they give us something different? Will this be our Independence Day? <laughs> Chad, that's not very nice. I'm just throwing it out there, people. We're being invaded. If you don't think we are, you're fooling yourselves. You know it's happening. We're being invaded. <laughs> if you're asking yourself why there are suddenly so many unidentified objects flying around, you are not alone. But after that giant Chinese spy balloon crossed over the U.S., the administration is taking no chances and has adjusted the radar to catch smaller objects that may enter North American airspace. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to know what's going on because we're shooting them down. We're, we're, we're shooting them down now. We're not playing this game anymore. We're not going to let them wander across the United States of America. But these are different. These were not balloons. The three objects we blasted out of the sky over the last three days were objects about car size, one of them octagon-shaped. So very interesting that this is going on. And I keep asking. I'm going to continue to ask it. In fact, to throw a poll up. You can take it right now. Aliens? Spying? What do you think it is? Let me know. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Solid fun show to start the week off. Enjoyed it for sure. Again, Super Bowl, aliens, betting, Rihanna, many other things we threw in there. Plenty of stuff we'll get to tomorrow if we didn't get to it today. You have a blessed rest of your Monday. We'll do it again tomorrow. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.